Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hi. Today I wanted to talk about a couple of topics that have been on my mind. Um, and they're, I don't want to say difficult to talk about, but it might, I don't want to come across as being bitchy or judgy. Um, and so I'm trying, I've been trying in my head for a few days to think of how I want to say this. Um, and what prompted me today is that I have this friend who, she lives out in the Harrisburg area and she's as active in issues for our kids, you know, when it comes to schools and community and all that. Um, she's as active as I am here um, in her, her hometown of Harrisburg. And she's very inspirational. I find her to be just be a really good, positive person. And um, she radiates positive energy. And she's just one of those people that you like to be around because she just makes you, she makes you want to be better and do better. And she's been posting on Facebook lately and I can like feel her frustration and I kind of am feeling the same thing. Um, but one of the things about her is that she just pulls no punches and she's just like, you know what, if this offends you, that's too bad. You need to put your big girl pants on and deal with it. Um, and But what she is annoyed at and frustrated with is all the parents who say they want change, you know, oh, things have got to change, this is bad, that's bad, you know, complaining about all kinds of things going on in the schools. And she deals with um, not so much IEPs, but she deals with and, and tries to make communities better um, – for more urban communities, you know, and she said, I'm tired of people just complaining all the time and we do all this stuff and we have these meetings and we call for volunteers and, you know, there's a core group of people trying to make their school and their community better. And it's the same small handful of people who help and that's it. And it's, it's not really enough people and enough bodies to create change. That was compiled with, um, and I don't really, I'm trying to, I want to change my words a little bit because I don't want to offend this person. And actually she's not the only one. We have group members and the, the Facebook group that we have, um, don't IEP alone or a day in our shoes, the Facebook group 
you know, it has 40,000 members in it. And it's been around now for, I want to say, at least five years. Maybe more, maybe less. I don't remember exactly when it started. But now that it's been around long enough that the other admins and I, we see patterns in, in things. Um, not just IEP trends, but we see patterns in people. And what happens is that the same parent will post an issue. This is what's happening, blah, 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 blah. Um, what should I do? What can I do? What are some suggestions? And as usual, you know, it's a very supportive and very helpful group. As usual, most threads get dozens of responses, right? The person, the parent will get a zillion different ideas on what to do. And those suggestions are always met with, well, yeah, but, or I can't because. We can't do that because. Well, I can't do that because. Well, I can't do that because. And... um so that nothing really more comes of it. And then a few months later, this parent reappears and it's the same issues. Okay, this is what's going on with my school, blah, 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 blah. And I don't, I certainly don't expect the group members to monitor, you know, member participation the way the admins and I do. Um, so maybe you see the patterns, maybe you don't, maybe you're not participating enough. But it's just like this like kind of pattern that just repeats itself every three months or every six months where a parent re, you know, posts the same issues, gets a bunch of decent responses, and then claims, you know, lists all these reasons why none of those are will work, disappears, come back, you know, lather, rinse, repeat, as they say. Um and that's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. Because although I guess my, my job title is parent advocate, I'm really more about the child than the parent. And while, you know, I have to teach parents the process to be the child advocate, um, the person who is always at the forefront of my mind is the child. And what is the child going to get? What does the child need? You know, how is this going to affect the child? So... When I, when I see these patterns, and again, it's not just one person, it's several people. And, and if you weren't an admin of the group, you may not even notice this happening. But um, it's, it's several people. And so I think of the child. And I think, okay, so this poor kid is having the same issues, you know, for 6, 12, 18 months. And the parent isn't going to do anything about it. And it has a lot of reasons why they can't. So I go back to this internal struggle of um, someone once giving me the advice of, you know, you have to meet people where they're at in their journey, which is nice in theory, and I, and I respect that. But sometimes I think people need a little bit of tough love. And... That is something I really struggle with. Well, you can't judge my situation. How do you know? And then I feel like saying, well, yeah, but I can go back and do a search on this group and your last name, and I'm going to find the same issue repeating several times over two years. So it's kind of, you know, like that, and I don't even know if Einstein really said it, but supposedly 
it might be urban legend that I, Einstein's definition of insanity is doing what is it doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Because if you do nothing and well, I can't do that. Well, I can't do that. And you, you, you're, you're going to get the same results. And how many months or years are you going to let your child struggle? And I, I, I don't want to be judgy with moms, but at the same time, I have to think of the kid and I think, well, this parent needs some tough love and you need to suck it up and you need to either use some of these solutions and try them or you need to come up with something because the group has given you 25 different ways to handle this issue and you've claimed that none of them will work. So I don't, you know, I don't know why you keep, I don't know why you keep coming back here. Right? I, I, I don't know why you would go back to the same group of people for solutions if, if you either weren't going to heed their advice or if those solutions just, you, you truly didn't feel that they were fruitful or appropriate for you. Um, you know, I think of, of driving my son, I've driven him from Baltimore to Boston, um, till we found a neurology team that we liked. Cause I didn't, I could, I was not willing to accept the answers that I was being given. And those answers were that, oh, he's always going to have a lot of seizures. And that's what, um, you know, I would take him to all these specialists and everyone would just shrug and say, well, he's always going to have a lot of seizures. And that wasn't acceptable to me. So I would just move to, a, not move, we didn't literally move. I would literally call an expert in a different city until I found one who had faith in us and didn't give me that answer. Um, and I kind of feel like IEPs are the same way. If, if you don't like the answer you're getting, you need to move on or try something else or try something new and different. Another piece that ties into this a little bit, and I've, we've had a lot of um, questions that are kind of tangently, is tangently a word? Tangently related to this. Um, I've done blog posts on, and podcasts on progress monitoring and data collection. And, and why they're so important and how to do it and how to get decent data and how to get decent progress monitoring reports to really know if your child is making progress. But here's something that you need to really let sink in. And that is, there is no one out there, no one besides you, monitoring the efficacy and quality of your child's IEP. When it comes to IDEA, there's no monitoring system. States may have compliance monitors, but I am a compliance monitor, and I can tell you the only thing we go in and look for is, you know, did they do the eval in 60 days, and did they do the annual IEP renewal, um, 
you know, within a year like they were supposed to? And did they get the parent – do they have the thing that says that the parent received the procedural safeguards and all that? They Compliance monitors only monitor those kind of like administrative deadlines and timelines and things that are black and white. You know, your your child's file, it either has a sheet in it that says – you received your procedural safeguards and you signed it, or it doesn't. It does not measure quality of programming. It does, nobody's measuring outcomes except parents. Parents are the IEP police. Yeah, you are. IDEA is basically another complaint-based law. If you do not file for due process, it is assumed that you are satisfied with your IEP. No one else is going to come in and take a look at this IEP and say, oh, well, that's not working, or that could be better. Or, you know what, this kid needs this instead. Or, hey, this kid's in seventh grade and still reading at a second grade level. Nobody is doing that. If you go to those IEP meetings and you agree with those final drafts of the IEP and you don't question those progress monitoring reports that you're getting, it is assumed that you are satisfied. Nobody is monitoring this stuff. Parents are the IEP police. Again, if you don't speak up, if you don't use your procedural safeguards, if you don't challenge what is being given to your child, it is assumed that you agree with it and that you're satisfied. That's a huge responsibility. And this is why I preach and I nag and send out emails and the constant Facebook posts about you have to get engaged in the entire process all year round. No excuses. No excuses. I'm, I'm getting to the point where, I don't know if I reiterated this little anecdote that I was doing a, a webinar with, uh, he, he's kind of a business expert in the world of blogging and it was a blogging, a piece of blogging business. And, um, I'm, it's, it's an area of blogging that I'm always trying to learn and better and, and make the site better and things like that. But you'll still find even bloggers who have been doing this for like 10 years and they'll say, well, I didn't know, I didn't know I was supposed to be doing that. I didn't know. And, um, he basically said like, look, this is, this is old. Like this is, there is no more I didn't know. And I'm kind of getting that way with IEP parents. Not the new ones. If you just got your, you know, you just got your evals and it's your first year of an IEP and all that. No, you know, there's certainly a learning curve. But you've got to embrace this world and embrace this learning curve and say, this is my new world now and I'm going to be the best at it that I can be for my child. And if there isn't, if, if something isn't right, 
I'm going to dig deeper. I'm going to be curious. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to search. I'm going to ask. I'm going to dig and dig and dig until I get my child what they need. Because there are so many resources out there. There's so many resources out there. I'm almost overwhelmed at the prospect of how many different websites there are and for, you know, and your parent training centers, you know, every state has a training center that will train you on IEP knowledge. Sure, some are better than others, but there is no, well, I didn't know. You know what? If you don't know, find out. Nobody is going to spoon feed this information to you. No one. Your IEP team is not going to give you this information if you don't ask. They're not. We are the police. We are the only people monitoring whether or not the IEP is appropriate and implemented. Some schools do a better job at this than others. But over the past 10 years, I think we've seen enough examples to know that lots of them are missing the mark. Lots of them. So if you take that as I'm judging your situation and you're going to say, well, I am doing the best that I can, I don't know. Can, can you look your child in the eye and say, I did the best that I could? I guess, I guess that's what it comes down to for me. I did the best that I could with what I had. Because I just get the feeling that some could really do better, work harder. Try more. Try different. It's just incredibly frustrating to see the same issues from the same parents month after month, year after year. Just kind of hobbling along, patching it together, you know, barely making it. Because I, I just, I worry about the kids. You know, and, it's, and that's what comes across in your... In, in your posts and your questions is that most of the time you, you people post a question is because of an incident that happened where the child was either unhappy or distressed or whatever. So anyway, that's a big responsibility. We are the IEP police and we need to own that and we need to do that job each and every day. And Make it a point to get this knowledge. And I know if you're listening to this, you already are. You've already made a commitment to like, hey, when I'm driving to work, I'm going to listen about IEPs. Um, so thank you for that. And help a friend out. You know, reach out and help a friend if you see them struggling. And say, you seem to be overwhelmed by this information. Is there something I can, I can help you out with? Because that's the only way we're, we're all going to get through this. We have to band together. We have to, you know, we're all in this together. Strength in numbers. So anyway, um, have a great rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this. And take care. And remember, you have access. It's free access to my website. And it is, it is undoubtedly one of the best IEP resources on the internet. It's free I don't charge a dime for any of the information, and I work very hard at explaining it in plain language so that when you 
do read some of these things on the, you know, government websites, there's a lot of, you know, that legalese or whatever you want to call it. I try to put it in plain language so that it's understandable. And that's what we try to do in the group too. So the help is out there. Please use it. Okay. Thanks and take care. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with a day in our shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group. Wait.